Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. What's up, everybody? My name is Ray Taylor. This is the Early Retirement Vlog. In this version or this episode of the vlog, I'm going to discuss a franchise that I just revisited for a long time. It's been a long time. Uh, the Aliens franchise. So I watched Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection. Um, it's been since childhood for the most part, that I've seen any of these movies. Uh, I remember renting them at Video Depot, which is similar to Blockbuster, where you'd go and you get VHS tapes. Um, which the thing about VHS tapes, especially with these movies, probably helps the fact that they don't hold up in high def. So I watched these movies, and uh, there was a bundle special on iTunes, so they're all the director's cuts and special editions. Um, and they're all, you know, made for HD or whatever, transferred to HD. Um, so I'm going to kind of discuss those. It's been a while since I've reviewed them. I, they come up, uh, on the Ultimate Movie Championship, which is a segment that, uh, Keith and I do on the Inspired Disorder podcast. Uh, the alien, many of the alien movies have come up, uh, so it's hard to remember those movies specifically since it's been probably 20 years since I've seen most of them. Uh, so I revisited them over the past couple days and uh, I'm going to talk about those. Not really, I mean, spoilers, there's no real spoilers to go in. People, I mean, I guess there are, I don't know, maybe spoilers people. Um, so the first Alien movie took place in uh, 1979, it came out, Ridley Scott. Well, the first thing with this franchise, which is crazy, which I didn't really realize till I knew there was a couple big directors, or big-name directors that had, had been part of this franchise at one point. Um, but revisiting it, I was surprised to find that uh, the first one was directed by Ridley Scott, second movie was directed by James Cameron, third movie directed by David Fincher, and the fourth movie, directed by uh, the French director, I believe he's French, uh, Jean-Pierre Jeannette. Uh, he directed Amélie, um, I want to say like uh, City of Lost Children. So it's kind of like independent, more art house movies. Um, he did Alien Resurrection. Um, so starting off with Ridley Scott, which Ridley Scott, the new one that's coming out. So I haven't revisited Prometheus. Didn't like it when I watched it, but again, it had been forever since I had seen the first four. Um, so I want to revisit Prometheus. Uh, and then now I kind of want to see the new alien that they're coming out with, uh, Alien Resurgence or what I don't know what it's called. Um, so the first one, the franchise starts out with, it's more, it's like a simple sci-fi thriller. It's like way more of a thriller than action movie. Um... Ridley Scott, it, not Ridley Scott, um, Sigourney Weaver's the main, kind of the main character throughout. She's the Arnold Schwarzenegger for this franchise. 
she's a scientist. I don't know her actual duty in the first one. I don't really remember. But she's on a spaceship with, uh, you know, seven other people. Uh, and they go... They go to this planet, and they're researching this planet. I forget exactly why. It doesn't really rem matter. But this planet kind of, like, the multiple, like, the first two or the first three were all about, okay, we picked up this alien from this planet, and we want to get rid of it. We should get rid of it. But the they, either the, the company or the, the government or whatever the they is that's in charge of this vessel out in space does not want them to do that in every situation wants them to bring it back. Um, and it's not until the fourth one where they change that to where it's like, oh, they finally did make it back. Kind of. It's kind of convoluted how that works in the fourth one. Um, but the first three, it's basically the same premise where they're on a spaceship of some sort and there's aliens on the spaceship and they need to fucking kill these fucking aliens. Um, or they go to the, I guess the second one, they go to the second, anyway. The first one, simple suspense, which not until the fourth one did they re really, it seemed like, even try to bring the suspense or thriller aspects back to it. Um, the practical effects in the first one of the smaller aliens are better than all of the the entire franchise can suck the the dick of the person that did the practical effects for the small aliens. There's a scene in the first one where they have it's like their hands. Basically, when they move around, you can kind of tell it's puppets. And like the big ones in the first one, the big aliens in the first one are corny as shit. You can tell it's like people in foam outfits. But the small the small ones, there's a scene where they're dissecting it, and it's got like this. It's almost like a, I don't even know what you would call, like, it's the most stressful scene that I had seen, and it's just a scene of this close-up of them kind of, kind of just exploring the exterior of this, this alien thing that, that was attached to their crew member's face. Um, so some of that, that, that alien work and the practical effects is better than anything in any of the other movies. And the suspense in that movie better than anything in any of the other movies. It was shot in a way where the director had some balls and didn't just shoot everything in kind of a standard way. He took some... Ridley Scott took some chances with some of his shots. And I, I it's very... It's, it's a really... It's my favorite... Probably my favorite of the whole franchise, the first one. Just because it's so simple. It does so well, especially for the time... There's a, it kind of falls apart at the end, like most of them do. Um, but it, it has that, that, that stress and that essence of, of anxiety that it just gives you. And it's a lot of it's just from the character design in those early moments. Also just the way some of the shots, how he composes a lot of the shots are super iconic, which some of the, the other franchises just used those shots and became a lot of them became iconic again. Uh, from the later later sequels, um, but yeah, the first one it's great. It ends up uh, towards the end when like the big aliens are there, it, it looks horrible. But you got to understand at the time it was. But it doesn't. The consistency with the 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 practical effects 
falls way the fuck off in the, the bigger alien versions than the smaller ones. But I'm telling you, go back and vis- visit the first one in HD and just those scenes where they, the things flipped over. It's almost like a hand with a little... I'm sure they just use hands, puppeteers, and they blacked out the rest of the body. Um, but when it's flipped over, that scene is... It's amazing. It, it holds up to today's standards. It's awesome. Um, so that's the first one. It's like, okay, she, she, it ends with her tricking the alien or getting the alien outside of the craft. And then it kind of swings into a burner and she hits the thrusters. Burner supposedly burns up this alien. She goes into her cryo sleep or whatever it is, and then picks up with the second one. So, the second movie, Alien, uh, Aliens, directed by uh, James Cameron. I wonder where this was at in his franchise. Anyway, James Cameron. So he turned the movie franchise, he turned this sci-fi thriller alien franchise into action movie. Um, it's got super t- fucking uh, Bill Paxton. I think it's Bill Paxton. Let me look this up. Um, Bill Paxton has like the most the most uh, see, he's almost positive Bill Paxton. Um, early role for him. He's like a nothing role, but he's like the most uh, yeah, Bill Paxton. Um, this is the most corny over the top. It's so, it really, it, it almost looks like if somebody were to make a fan video or a, like a, yeah, like a, a fan movie version of Avatar. A lot of the scenes, a lot of like, it's basically she ends up getting picked up by a military, uh, ship or a military ship goes there and finds her something happens she but it's it's basically instead of just being some scientists some astronauts and a thing that come across this alien it's it's uh it's it's more military so it's way more action movie it's like two and a half hours long both that one and the next one uh two and a half hours long the a lot of the fucking special effects like from top to bottom they're consistent but they're like they're better they're slightly better than the big aliens from the first one which were horrible so they're better than that but then the small aliens that exist the same ones that existed look way everything's made out of foam in this everything's made out of foam everything's done on clearly a set everything's super well lit um and it's more it's way more of an action movie it doesn't really take into a, uh, into account a lot of the things that the aliens like the aspects of the aliens, like their blood is acid, and it's way more of just a, a an action movie. But it was fun. It was definitely fun. Um, so between the first two, I mean, the first one is just it's an overall, it's the best, the best one. The second one, definitely more of an action movie, definitely better. But it could have been easily an hour of that could have been cut out because it's like almost every half hour. They're running away into a ship to go somewhere else. It seems like. 
Um, and it's just, I'm so many times I'm like, okay, wait, where are they going now? What just happened? They like, they went here, but I think the, the thing is that they're going to the, the planet to go exterminate these things because they realize that they're bad when they get there, they, the government, I'm assuming in this one versus the first one, it's a, a business says, no, you are bringing those back with you. Uh, because they want to make weapons out of them is always like their their theory, uh, and that's like the same in every fucking one. Um, but it's definitely a lot more action. Doesn't hold up. It's more fun, but uh, it's it's whatever. Then the third one, who's is directed by Dave. But the first, the second one to go back to the second one, super James Cameron out, and he tried to do some special effects that just he was. A lot of these, they tried to do special effects that just didn't hold up. Um, but it's super James Cameron out. Which, you know, he makes dec- he makes good summer popcorn action movies. Uh, but Avatar is a better version of these military stuff that he was trying to do in, in, in that Aliens. Um, so Alien 3 is directed by David Fincher who's an amazing director, especially now, directed one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Fight Club. He also directed um, Social Network. Uh, I don't know. He developed fucking uh, House of Cards. It's a very specific kind of cinematic style now, which you could kind of see in that one. But my biggest thing with that one, long again, two and a half hours long, um, the sound was fucked up. The sound... Aside from the visuals and some of, like, some special effects they did were, like, just cheesy 80s, like, music video special effects, um, the sound was the worst. And I have a feeling it's because they added additional scenes or something, but it, it almost seemed like I was missing soundtrack. There was just, it was dialogue. It was dialogue, and then it was silence when people weren't talking. Even though, like, but when they started talking... You could hear sounds like there should be ambient sounds that come through. It almost sounds like their voices had static to them whenever they spoke. So it seemed like maybe because I didn't have surround sound, so maybe it's just mixed for surround sound, and the stereo version of it is dog shit. But the sound on the third one was the worst sound I have ever experienced in a movie, probably ever. Like, just out of any professional movie, even independent movies don't fuck up the sound. So I don't know if it's just the stereo sound mix. I don't have surround sound, so I had no way of being able to see if maybe it was just mixed poorly for the stereo. And Because it seemed like I was just listening to one. If anybody's worked in surround sound or understands surround sound, it almost seemed like it was just the center channel working. Because I wasn't getting... It seemed like I was... It was cut out ambient noise. There was no score at all to the movie. It, it was... And the acting, it was all the characters were like... Aside from Sigourney Weaver, uh, one of the black characters, which there always seems to be a token black dude. Um, like most, it takes place on a prison. Instead of the... You know, the second one was more military. First one was more just science scientists out in space, astronauts out in space. Third one is prison. This giant prison structure only has like 20 prisoners in it. Um, and they're all British. They're all white British dudes. Um, so it's like, and even Sigourney Weaver, it's the one where she shaves her head. 
she makes herself look more like all of the other prisoners. So when people are talking, it's so hard to like distinguish the characters in this movie. Not that the characters mean anything, but it's like a bunch of the same guys talking to each other. Um, and it's like the person that, that runs the thing versus horrible, horrible movie. Just It's so disappointing that David Fincher made it. I would love to hear the backstory on that movie. It seems like a movie that the studio tried to change and fuck up or something. And uh, I, and he just didn't want to do it. Sometimes that happens where you know a director will be put on a project, but the studio doesn't really give them any room to move, and it ends up being dog shit, which that, I totally see that happening. Um, now it seems more so that studios give directors more control, um, especially David Fincher. He can pretty much do whatever he wants, I'm sure. Especially, I mean, compared to most directors that, have, that are just starting out, I'm sure he has a lot more control over what he works on. Um, but yeah, that was really not good. Aliens 3. And then, although I did remember playing the video game based on that, and that was so stressful and so hard. So part of the movie is them trying to coerce these new kind of aliens that they kind of run and they, he it was kind of early CGI which I'm sure watching on VHS is a lot better um, all of the directors like well at least the second two Cameron and Fincher like anytime they see the the larger aliens they're just gushing slime I'm sure in the first one there was some slime also but they're just like gushing slime it's the character design in the second two. I mean, all three of the first ones for the large aliens, they all were dog shit. They were all dog shit. Um, but, you know, the second one's fun, at least. The third one, it seemed like maybe they were trying to, he was trying to go for more of the suspense, bring the suspense back into it, because they didn't have guns on this, on this, uh, on this prison ship. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's, they just seem like cheesy. I mean, that's just, it seemed like that's that's just where Hollywood was at with action movies, a lot of action movies, especially sci-fi in the, the 80s and 90s. It's like they didn't give a fuck. So they looked horrible. Like the end of the third one. So the end, the end of the third one is basically they finally trap this alien into, they like, it's a lead manufacturing plant, uh, spaceship. That only, you know, 20 prisoners work at. I don't know. Um, so she ends up, she has one inside of her. These things are parasites, so she somehow gets one. Uh, I think it was while she was in cryosleep or something. They don't really, uh, they don't really explain it. So she has one of inside of her. That's why the aliens in this movie can't, don't do anything to her. Uh, because she has their new queen inside of her. Uh, so it ends with them killing the one alien that they've been trying to narrow down. They pour some lead on it, but they finally show up and it's, you know, it's a few soldiers with somebody in a giant fur coat, who's the boss guy. And they walk through all, you know, whatever. And because she doesn't want this thing to get to earth because they want to bring it to earth, which is the constant thing for this franchise is like we gotta not we gotta kill these things before they get to earth um she kills herself spoilers 
for a horrible movie. Uh, she she does a back dive into the the bronze or the lead to kill herself um, and kill what she thinks is the last alien. Uh, so yeah, so that's the the end of the third one. The fourth, the fourth movie I probably enjoyed, as far as my, my particular taste. The first, if I had to rank these four movies, I put the first one first, just because. That's where the franchise started. It was successful at being a, a suspenseful sci-fi thriller movie. Somebody needs some help right now. Uh, it was successful at doing that. It, some corny moments, but it wasn't really an action movie. Then James Cameron turned it to more of an action franchise. Then David Fincher, who knows what the fuck he was. He was probably, who knows, drugs, maybe. I don't know. He didn't care. Paycheck. Um, maybe trying to move it more into, it seemed like he was trying to give it more story. It seemed like he was trying to make it more suspenseful, but it like failed on everything. So coming into the third one is, uh, Alien Resurrection done by this French director. Um, and I remember when I watched this one in theaters, I didn't like it, but I think I just also didn't remember how horrible the, the ones before it were. Uh, but the premise of this one is that they cl were able to clone uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, somehow clone it with still the alien baby parasite fetus inside of her, because it opens with, like, them... Well, I don't know if it opens with that, but one of the first scenes in, the, in that movie is them taking the alien out of her, um, but it starts, it's kind of weird because like, okay, you see her, well, it opens with her in a test tube. One of those, I mean, you see him in every sci-fi thing. That's like a glass tube filled with some kind of fluid and then some kind of creature floating in it, whether it's a fetus or an alien, there's always that kind of scene in a movie. Um, so it opens up with like her kind of growing in this thing. It's like, oh, okay. I see. They have to explain it. They want to keep the, they, she killed herself. In the last one, so they have to figure out some way to bring her back to, so they can keep this franchise going. Um, so they clone her, take the alien out, so they finally, they finally now have an alien in their research facility. So this is kind of, this movie takes place where they're experimenting with the aliens. They're, they're kind of, it kind of goes back into the actual alien world. It brings back all the kind of the attributes that these aliens have. Um, and because she was cloned from this, she had an alien inside of her. This clone, even though they were somehow able to clone her and the alien separate still inside of her, she still had some, she was part alien. She was able to acquire some of the, the, the things of the alien so it's kind of convoluted how they, they set it up, but I'm totally with it. It's fucking alien. After watching the second two, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's cloned. They take the alien out, because that was clone two, I guess. And, you know, she's got superpowers. Okay, so now she's got superpowers, kind of. But she's not really all there, because she's cloned. It's really weird. They cloned her, and they made her old. This takes place, like, 150 years after the last one, which took place, like, 100. So it's like... 
hundreds of years since when the first Alien took place. Uh, but this one introduced new characters. It introduced um, the director's style. I've seen Amelie. I've seen parts of, uh, I think it's City of Lost Children or something like that. But he does, he has like a very, it's very high contrast. So all the aliens, you could basically only see the highlights that you would get from the slime on them. And then they were always filmed in really dark. So they almost disappeared. They looked gorgeous. The best, the best filming of the giant aliens out of all the movies. Um, and he does a lot of like wide angle. So he'll get really close to people. So they just bounce out at you. Um, and, and a high contrast kind of uh, high contrast style to the film, to the, to the look of the film. Which I think everything, everything he did, I, I think, brought it back. And he was trying some interesting things to kind of make this story keep going with her being, uh, uh, you know, kind of a hybrid or whatever. Um, so these other characters come in and they're kind of like, they almost remind me of, you know, the, the people from Star Wars. You know, you got your Han Solo, your Chewie. So it's like got uh, got all these people new characters fleshed them out great um, for the sh for the franchise not like this is not an epic movie by any stretch of the mean but the movie's great up until man towards the end like all these movies fall apart at the end in the end of the fourth one it's like the the queen that they harvested from her grew up and then they have there are some awesome scenes. Like, there's scenes where they're doing tests. Like, they have the little alien pods, um, and they're all hatching, and they have, like, these research guinea pig people that they have just over the pod. Because what happens, the alien comes out of the pod. It's the hand thing. The hand thing attaches to a human face, and then somehow, you know, then transfers, lays an egg inside of them that grows uh, the one that pops out of their chest, and that one grows up to be these larger kind of army, alien, whatever, if you were to categorize them. Um, so set up, it's like the research facilities, what they're trying to do. They want to train them. So it's very much like almost I was reminded of the newest Jurassic Park, which was dog shit. Um, but the one with uh, the dude, the, the I don't know, it's the worst. It's the, it came out in 2015, 2016, 2015. Horrible. Horrible movie. Horrible. Um, but Jurassic Park's another franchise that's kind of gone off the deep end. Um, but it reminded me a lot of that, where they're like, in that Jurassic Park, they're trying to train uh, these velociraptors uh, to, you know, to be obedient and for government purposes, I believe, or for you know, government contract. And this seemed to be a similar thing. Um, but just a way better movie way more things going on. They introduced some new things. They gave a shit about the character. But at the very end, there's this whole thing where the queen merges with her somehow. Like, she falls... She falls... Uh, uh, what's her? Sigourney we Ridley... Ripley's... Ripley falls onto the queen, which is almost, you know, kind of spread out, and it's, like, covering the ship. And she gets merged with this this creature and 
in that merging, the creature is able to give birth for the first time. Instead of laying eggs, now this creature is going to give birth like a mammal, it, kind of. I don't, you know, it gives birth. So it's like you have this giant alien creature with like the the stomach that's clearly like uh, I don't know. It's clearly a practical effect that not, it's not working very well, but it's supposed to mimic. Oh, there's a creature inside this alien's belly. And then it comes out, and the creature, so it's like an alien, but it's almost got, like, more human-like skin on it, and the, the skull is starting to form. But instead of having a nose, like, if you, you see a skull without the skin on it, it's got, like, a hole where the nose is, and then there's, like, the little labrum or whatever right here, or whatever the hell that's called. It had that little bounce, but it looked like it just had a little nose to it, like a cute little nose on this new alien hybrid thing. So the end of the movie kind of falls apart. But I, still, I like what they're doing. And then, you know, the, oh, the the third one had another part. Oh, was the second one? Third one. Introduced, like, this girl character that had to... What was it? I think it was the second one. Newt was her name. Horrible. Horrible. They reference it. Like, they reference the older movies and stuff like that. Um... But yeah, so it's a similar thing, and then they, you know, they, again, they escape the ship that they're on, and they're on their way to Earth, but even the ship that they're on their way to Earth, there's still aliens on it, um, so they're still trying to kill this alien on their way, it's, all the movies are basically the same, um, so I kind of want to see Prometheus, I know it has a lot more to do with the original planet, where it all started, uh, but, you know, and I know the I know the the visuals looked better in Prometheus, but I just remember that being horrible. But I'll check it out. So anyway, that's that's my thoughts on the Alien franchise. Um, if I had to rank them, I would say one, four, two, three would be my ranking. Uh, you don't need to watch two or three. You can watch one and four. You're not really. I mean, aside from the beginning of 4, where they have to explain, like, this is how she's not dead anymore. Um, and you have to kind of get over some stupid sci-fi shit that doesn't really... It's like, oh, they cloned her and the aliens separately from the DNA that they got. It's kind of weird, but whatever. It's, it's way in the future, so who knows? Um, but yeah, overall, interesting... Kind of only want to watch Prometheus because I, it seems like the new one, the new one's directed by Ridley Scott, so original director, uh, using newer technology. Uh, but it, I'll be curious to see that one. I'm really nervous about Danny McBride being in it. I love Danny McBride. I think he's hilarious. Uh, I enjoy pretty much all of the comedies that he's in. I don't know if I've seen a drama that he's been in. Um, or, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's like, where do they take the movie? Are they going to go action movie angle? Or are they going more suspense? It's probably just going to be some, they're just trying to blow out the CGI and just, I don't know. But, guaranteed, they're going to be on a ship with an alien that the government or a business wants to use for, it's going to be the premise. It's like the premise for all of them. Um, so anyway, that's it. Go check out aliens check out alien if you want a fun action movie version of that check out aliens and if you want 
a pretty good i actually enjoyed most of the movie the end is kind of shitty the beginning is kind of shitty but as far as compared to the franchise it's a really good movie alien resurrection i totally i used to think it was horrible um but i changed my mind changed my mind after watching the full franchise um so you can check all that stuff out you can check all the other stuff that I'm doing out, uh, my website's inspireddisorder.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Ray Taylor. Uh, of course, inspireddisorder.com, I have uh, artwork. I have an ongoing ink drawing series called The Many Faces. I have 12 by 12 high-quality uh, Photoshop prints available. Um, and then all the links to all the podcasts and all the things that I do, including early retirement blog. Uh, so that's it, everybody. Have a great week. Oh, you can buy the shirt, the Conspiracy Disorder shirt, inspiredisorder.com. Do it. Save 10% by using coupon code INSPIRED. That's it, people. Have a great week. Peace.